please join in singing hymn number 165, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord, number 165. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to our celebration of Mass. Uh, Welcome also to Father Matthew, who has joined us for the celebration of Mass. You might remember Father Matthew, who came to his uh, occasions in the parish over the summer break, and the friend of Father Michael as well, Father Michael Sadowski. Today in the Mass, uh, we uh, once again hear the figure of John the Baptist, so important in the whole Gospel, and of course it's so important to the coming of Jesus in his public ministry. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father. Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Almighty ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace in our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The Lord said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I shall be glorified. I was honoured in the eyes of the Lord, my God was my strength. And now the Lord has spoken. He who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, to gather Israel to him. It is not enough for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back the survivors of Israel. I will make you the light of the nations so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I waited, I waited for the Lord, and he stooped down to me. He heard my cry. He put a new song into my mouth. Praise of our God. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. You do not ask for sacrifice and offerings, but an open ear. You do not ask for Holocaust and victim. Instead, here am I. Here I am. In the scroll of the book, it stands written that I should do your will. My God, I delight in your law in the depth of my heart. Your justice I have proclaimed in the great assembly. My lips I have not sealed. You know it, O Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I, Paul, appointed by God to be an apostle, together with my brother, so the needs, Send greetings to the Church of God in Corinth, to the holy people of Jesus Christ, who are called to take their place among all the saints everywhere who pray to our Lord Jesus Christ. For he is their Lord no less than ours. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ send you grace and peace. The word of the Lord. Blessing on the kings who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest heavens. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. You, 
Seeing Jesus coming towards him, John said, Look, there is the lamp of God that takes away the sins of the world. This is the one I spoke of when I said, A man is coming after me who ranks before me because he existed before me. I did not know him myself, and yet it was to reveal him to Israel that I came baptizing with water. John also declared, I saw the Spirit coming down on him from heaven like a dove and resting on him. I did not know him myself, but he who sent me to baptize with water had said to me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and rest is the one who is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Yes, I have seen and I am the witness that he is the chosen one of God. And this is the Gospel of the Lord. I think I may have mentioned to you before if the strangest thing was to happen and I was suddenly to become Pope tomorrow, then one of the first things that I would do would be to insist that in every church we had a statue of St. John the Baptist. And I would give him more holy days than most. And I would raise his feasts up to solemnities. And I would encourage parents to call their sons after John the Baptist. I would do this simply because I think that he is one of the most important saints to have ever lived. Jesus says of him, of all the children born of women, none greater than John the Baptist. He doesn't say that about any other person, and not even Mary herself. And if he says that, then there must be some reason that lies behind it. Former times have recognised this accolade that Jesus gives. Those great icons and paintings of the past always show Mary on one side of Jesus and John the Baptist on the other side. Of all the children born of women, none greater than John the Baptist. Those words should make our ears prick up. Clearly Jesus thought there was something that was important about him, but so also did the people themselves. It tells us that all of Jerusalem, when he began to preach, came to hear him, and even kings like King Herod wanted to hear him as well. People changed their life because of him and had some kind of washing ceremony that accompanied it that we've come to call baptism. They believe he's the one that is to prepare the way for the Messiah. Some of the Gospels tell us that that John the Baptist is actually Jesus' cousin. And they also tell us that John the Baptist leaps in the womb of Elizabeth when, of course, Mary comes to visit Elizabeth. And, of course, we hear that John the Baptist is the one who baptises Jesus, that he is the one who calls him the Lamb of God. All of these things, then, make him very special indeed. But here's a strange thing that I'd like to have you think about today that is thrown into the mix. In today's gospel, he calls him the Lamb of God. But then he says, 
he doesn't know him and has never met him. Then again, he says that the spirit itself comes down in him, but he never knew him, never met him. Added to this, you might remember that on another occasion, much later on then, when he is in prison, he sends people to ask Jesus, are you the one that is to come, or are we to expect another? Now, here, all this must be a strange thing. If he's his cousin, then you would think that he would know him. How can he wonder and question if he's the Messiah when he's just told everyone that he is the Messiah? You can't help thinking that all of that is very strange indeed. It's all about the wonders of the New Testament, isn't it? We're in one of those kind of cross currents, if you like, where one thing says one thing and it seems as if something says another thing. And if not that, then they theory. Uh, they don't seem to match up. And it sounds to our ears a bit contradictory. It doesn't seem to match up. And of course, you can't pretend at the end of the day that it really does. It obviously then has something to do with two conflicting ideas of what John the Baptist is and who he is. And all these things are playing out in the pages of the New Testament. Two different stories, two different accounts that don't quite match up and are not joined together. Of all the children born of women, none greater than John the Baptist. What makes John the Baptist then so great? He certainly doesn't look great when you think of it. He's dishevelled. He wears camel uh, skin garments, eats locusts and honey, lives in no shelter, and lives in the wilderness. But there's something that makes him attractive and irresistible. All the people in Jerusalem come out to hear him, and even Jesus himself wishes to be baptised by him. Of all the children born of women, none greater than John the Baptist. There's something unique about him, and something singular about him. He has a voice that's never been heard before, and he has a message that no one could ever speak but him. He is the witness to Jesus himself, whom he calls the Lamb of God, and the one whom the Spirit descends. He stands out, and he stands alone. You and I know that it's highly unlikely that I'll be Pope. But I hope that people always have a special place in their hearts for John the Baptist, the first witness who makes us strong in our witness, the one who baptises, who makes us aware how important our baptism is. He's the one who talks about changing lives, and that's what we're in the process of trying to do ourselves, change our lives, change what we're about. The one of whom Jesus says, none greater than John the Baptist, should be heeded and should never be forgotten. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things are made. For as men and for our salvation, 
he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We renew our faith in the tender mercy of God and who, is all, who always answers our prayers and knows the deepest longing of our hearts. For a greater sense of God's miraculous presence in our lives and for a greater confidence in his care for us, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those whose responsibility it is to lead us, that they may have the gift of wisdom, especially in these times, when our country is deciding its future path to follow. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the children who will be enrolled as candidates for the sacraments, that they may always know the miracle of God's mercy offered to them through this wonderful sign. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are experiencing the extremes of weather in the world, and especially those who have been overtaken by natural disasters. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a greater appreciation in what is miraculous in the world, and for a greater sense that we are part of God's miraculous plan. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, and all that we are asked to remember in prayer. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we ask you to make us aware of your presence in this world and your presence that surrounds us. Help us always to appreciate and to have eyes for your miraculous presence and your hand in all things that work out for the good. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Hymn number 139, As Bread My Lord Comes to Me, number 139.
sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory and with one voice we acclaim. so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. 
Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also, brothers and sisters, who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live in vain forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. You should enter under my name, but only to the
Please join in singing hymn number 378, I Watch the Sunrise. Let us pray. Pour on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread, one in mind and heart. We ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. Just as you leave Mass today, just ask you to take the parish bulletin with you that has information and just to keep yourself up to date with that information of uh, things that are going on in the life of the parish. Uh, delighted today to have uh, Father Matthew uh, with us. Uh, I have to tell you, he's a rather kind of brainy chap. 
He has a doctoral thesis in theology, and uh, I have to tell you that in recent days he's just become a professor of his university. Uh, so um, to become a professor, you have to write and uh, publish and uh, write books and articles and give conferences and so on. So he's, he's a rather kind of clever fellow. Uh, uh, no chance of me becoming Pope, but... <laughs> <coughs> I think we should give him a, a round of applause for becoming a professor. <laughs> it's not every day you'll meet a professor. <laughs> the Lord be with you. <laughs> and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hymn number 445, Lord for Tomorrow and Its Needs. Number 445. Thank you. 